Anybody tell me what God is like? Big? Yes? Anything else? Love. Eh? Love. Love, yes? Humongous? Yes? I can't hear you. Faithful, yes. Uh, nobody said weak. Nobody said insignificant. Nobody said, well, you know, you'd hardly know if he was there or not. Yeah? This is our God. He's a God of all the earth. Good. Well, if you're uh, visiting or here for the first time, special welcome. Great to have you with us today. Because from time to time we do something and we think, well, okay, we've done that before. I want us to understand that it doesn't have any less meaning because we've done it before. Yeah? Of course, if we just do it because we do it, it's totally meaningless anyway. So we have to do those things which are real and have meaning, then it doesn't matter if we've done it before or we've done it many times. That's how I think, for example, when we come to a wedding. Many weddings. But when we consider, we cut aside all the tradition stuff and stuff that we like. I'm hearing somebody other than me talking. Let's have quiet, please. You know, we've done that, you know, all that traditions and trimmings. But when you cut aside, what do you come down to? come down to a very, very significant time of making covenant. And covenant is something that God takes very, very seriously. Today, we have another particular, I think, real privilege, time when we give thanks for God's gift of children amongst us. That's a very special time. It's a very special time when we, we very significantly take on to do three things. Of course, primarily we're giving thanks. But we like to also pray God's special protection. Way above what even the most expert and caring parents could do time when we enter into faith to do something and believe that, that we're praying and asking God for a significant input, whether it be via parents or whether it be by his direct intervention. We're also expressing that commitment. That's why when we ask people to come, give them the opportunity to stand here and give thanks, we always say, bring somebody who represents the commitment of the church represents we're committing to support you in this situation. It's a very important time. And so we've got joy and privilege today. Uh, Lisel and James are going to bring Jude and Niall and Eden. 
and Nathan and Judy going to bring Bethany, and Paul and Joe going to bring Eli, and they're going to come and stand here, and we're going to pray, and they're going to bring somebody that would just represent that special commitment that we're making at this time. This commitment has very real legs to it. I'm not going to go into the detail, but it means that we are committed to acts of serving, involvement, encouragement, adjustment, that we're not just going to stand by as kind of disinterested bystanders. We're expressing that commitment. So if those parents could come, and then we're going to take opportunity to pray. Nathan and Judy, Bethany, there's Paul and Joe, there's Eli, and James and Michelle got trapped in the row there, <laughs> bringing Jude and Nyland Eden. All right, let's stand together because as we stand together, we're signifying that we're, we're joining in this a special time of joining in. Good, we've got... Okay. Excellent. Praise God. Lord, we give you thanks. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give him thanks. For every gift that comes from God, we give God thanks. Every gift that comes from God is a good gift. And we've got some very, very good gifts standing here, haven't we? Come on, let's take a moment just to feast on the goodness of God. <laughs> yes. Just a little intimidation issue about the hair there with so much and so little for, you know. <laughs> Praise God. Lord, we give you thanks. Give you thanks for these precious gifts. Lord, how wonderful you are. You place in our hearts a desire and you fulfill that desire. Lord, thank you for each one of these precious gifts that's here right now in the name of Jesus. We receive, Lord, that this is from you. We receive, Lord, that you have been very good and very gracious. Thank you, Lord, for these parents. Lord, as we just offer up our thanks to you and great gratitude, Lord, we pray your blessing upon them. Lord, will you give them wisdom? Will you anoint them, Lord, with a, a supernatural ability beyond all their natural cares and desires, with a supernatural ability in the bringing up of these children and the nurturing and care of them? Grant them insight. Grant them words of knowledge, words of wisdom at key times. But beyond that, Lord, we pray that you would grant at this time upon these children, via the parents or via any one of us, or by your direct intervention, Lord, a protection. We pray, oh God, your protection over these precious ones. Lord, growing up in this world, and yet, Lord, we pray, will you fill them with your spirit? Will you cause your protection to be upon them? Lord, will you place your guard over them? Lord, will you cause them, Lord, to be those who become opinion formers, influencers, 
for your name's sake. Lord, we express right now our standing together with you, to be used by you, to be those who express that level of commitment as they're part of this community. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Praise God. All right, let's be seated, please. Right, let's hear a little bit more about what's been happening amongst the children. And uh, Debbie's going to come and help us with that. Then Charlotte's going to come and we'll hear something else about what God's been doing amongst us. We wanted to take opportunity to feedback some of the stuff that was going on at the weekend when we were in Shropshire. And I had a chance to catch up with the Invaders group. So this is a little snippet of what's been happening with those children in year five and six. So on the Tuesday morning, we, um, we finished our week weekend with a time where we just laid down on the floor and chilled out and caught and chatted to God and prayed for different stuff to happen and... Um, one point, the children were asked, if you would like to receive the Holy Spirit, just put your hand up. It was a very peaceful time, and it was just so exciting to watch God dropping and touching different ones of our children. One of the boys, um, some of the children don't really want to come up the front. Not surprising, because you're all looking a bit serious at the moment. We have got a couple of brave ones that are going to come up in a minute. Um, we wanted to thank God as... As we prayed for the Holy Spirit, one of the boys said, I just had a picture, and what it meant to me was that I'm in God's family. And uh, he, he was praying particularly about an issue in his family, and he said, since that weekend, I feel like God's answering that prayer. And uh, <clears throat> that is exciting, that God's doing work in our children. Um, another one said they had the Holy Spirit just touched them, and they saw a picture of God holding their hand. That's really powerful, isn't it, as we go back into school and go, at, go back out and do stuff. And um, then one of the other boys said, I had a picture of a seed and water and a tree growing. And I felt like God was saying to me that I'm going to be an ambassador. I'm going to be a tree that grows for him. And I had goosebumps. And since that time, my mum says I'm not so annoying at home. <laughs> yes. You see, God's at work in us. <laughs> and um, another one said, uh, one, of the, one of the other boys said, um, he was just in awe about all of the things that people were saying that God was doing. And he just feels a lot more excited about God. And he rushed home and told his dad, who wasn't there, all about it, and that was a bit different. He wouldn't have normally done that. So it's really exciting to see God giving confidence to our children. And um, Josiah had a picture. Um, as, he was, as we were praying with Josiah, his little finger was moving. And he said, as, as I saw that little finger moving, God gave me a picture, and he showed me that little things can move big things. You know that whole bit in the Bible about moving the mountain? God moving the mountain. And he said, 
God said it was about his love. And that's really made a difference to me, going back into school and in my football club, that God's filled me with his love. Yeah? Is that about right? And um, somebody else said to me, I'm not quite sure, but I really felt God fill me with the Holy Spirit. But since I got back, I really like reading God's word. I'm finding myself reading the Bible a lot. And that's God just energizing us and calling us to want more of him, wasn't it? It's really exciting. So let's hear from Isaac and Oscar. They can quickly run up here. These are our brave boys that are happy to come and stand in front of all you people. So just practice your smiling now. I've finished talking. You can smile. Do you want to stand up here so they can see you? Right, Isaac, we were praying for the Holy Spirit. And uh, what happened for you? Well, I was praying about, because I had cuts all over my body. And so I wanted them to go away, of course. And then I prayed about it. And then some of the cuts just disappeared. That was just amazing. He stood there and um, he'd had a cut on his wrist. And Mark, uh, Rachel's husband, said, I saw that cut. I saw that cut. And then he was like this, no cut whatsoever. So what were you thanking God about? What are you thinking, you know, how's that affected you? He's always there for me. He can always help you in no matter what situation. Okay. Prayers always. Fantastic. Thank you. Right. Oscar? <laughs> Tell us what happened for you. Um, well, Rachel Turner came and she was saying about filling us with the Holy Spirit and I put my hand up um, and as I did so, um, my body slowly got goosebumps all over it and I felt like I was floating and a couple of people said that they um, actually saw me do it, which was quite cool. So. <laughs> Do you remember when Rachel talks about catching from God? She talks about our bodies, doesn't she? She talks about minds, thinking, pictures, and feeling God on our skin. And so this is a real tangible touch from God, feeling him on our skin. So then you've come home, Oscar. What sort of difference do you think that feeling with the Holy Spirit has made? Well, um, I feel like I've been a lot more upbeat and... Um, People from my family have said that I've been a lot more kind of determined to finish stuff. Yeah, and yeah. Fantastic. There we go. So God's helping him to be determined to, to do all that he's set to do and finish it. Thank you very much. So... We've just prayed for children. We've said that we're committed to seeing God at work in their lives. These are some of our older children seeing God at work in their lives. I'm really excited. Thank you, Debbie. Can I have Ethan and Nathan, please? Scary chairs. Okay, Ethan, about uh, two or three weeks ago, you woke up in the middle of the night. Tell me what was happening. Basically, um, I was like having problems with my lungs, so we like took my asthma like 50 times and it still didn't work. 
Okay, so you woke up, you couldn't really breathe properly. You took your asthma pump, but it was still really bad. So what did your mum say she was going to do then? So she phoned an ambulance so I could have nebulizer. Okay, and when, when your mum was phoning the ambulance, how did you feel? I felt really scared. Okay, um, so you were feeling really scared. Ambulance was coming. You didn't know what was going to happen. Ethan was saying to me he didn't know how long he would have to stay there and what would happen at the hospital. Um, so what did you decide to do when you felt scared? So I decided to pray so I wouldn't be scared. So I was just sitting there and waiting for the ambulance to come. So when I was in the ambulance, I, j I couldn't feel any more fright in my body. So... I wasn't really scared in the ambulance anymore. Okay, so Ethan had gone from being really, really quite scared about what was going to happen to feeling really peaceful and absolutely no scared, not scared at all. So that's really amazing. So um, you went to the hospital and they, they helped you out. You were breathing better. So what, what are the things that you want to say thank you to God for? Well, I'm thankful for um, not being scared and praying to God that, and him, like, um, letting me feel better and only staying in hospital for one day. That's brilliant. Thank you, Ethan. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, Nathan, you cycle to work sometimes in Romford. Um, tell us what happened when you were cycling home this week on Wednesday night. So I was riding home, as I usually do, um, and same piece of road that I've ridden probably thousands of times, and I just felt to pray for my safety, which I thought was really weird, because I don't usually do that. In fact, I think it's the first time I've ever done that, so I thought, okay, well, I'll pray. feels a bit weird, you know, praying for these specific things, but I did. It took about two seconds, and then a few seconds later, a lorry that was just beside me suddenly decided that he wanted to park on the side of the road, so swerved right across me. Okay, so um, it was a pretty close shave then. What, what happened that kind of showed you that actually it, it was a pretty close one? So I was able to break and let the lorry go round me and went round him. I said a few words to lorry as I went round. <laughs> um, and uh, <laughs> and I, <laughs> I think he got the, the sentiment. Um, and I didn't, I actually still at that point didn't think it was that big a deal, but then a taxi pulled alongside me as I was riding and said, you're right, mate. And made me think, gosh, that must have been closer than I had thought it was for the taxi to have realised. And as I drove past the lorry and explained myself to the lorry, there was a beep, and I thought that was the lorry in response to me. But I think it was the taxi beeping at the lorry. Okay, so um, that's pretty amazing that God would kind of give you a heads up. But what, what do you want to thank him for? I'm sure that God looks after me many times in the day. But at this particular time, he wanted to let me know that he was looking after me and wanted me to be involved in that process. And I just find that amazing. He doesn't have to do that, but he chooses to involve me in it. Great. Thank you, Nathan. Great stuff, isn't it? As we hear God at work amongst us and uh, I believe from uh, what Debbie was saying, there's more yet to hear about what God's been doing uh, with the children, and so that's uh, really good. All right, uh, let's just um, take opportunity to worship the Lord in our giving. Please don't feel obliged in this in any way. 
Uh, if you'd like to be part of this, then there's an opportunity the stewards wait upon us uh, to contribute. If not, please just let the um, bucket pass by. Just while we're doing that, can I just give you a couple of reminders? Tonight, I've asked that uh, the men all come together 7 o'clock at Castle Point uh, for some things that we want to share there that we feel uh, is uh, fairly important. So that's tonight at 7 for the men. And then remember, it's first Tuesday prayer on Tuesday. So let's come together, uh, join together for that time. One of the most important times of our coming together when we come together to pray uh, in that way. And uh, often uh, God, as it were, communicates with us. We have an interaction, an interchange on that, which is, uh, makes it a very, very special time. Right, boys and girls, if you'd like to go to your time together. But Nathan, if you hang on for a minute. You know sometimes, uh, you know that expression, things are held in tension? It means that there, there are two separate things. Uh, they're both, both valid, um, but they pull from different directions. You, you understand that phrase? Good. Uh, I think we, we've got that. Uh, and we want to make sure that uh, we give place to both. One is that we are committed not to get intoxicated with our successes. Uh, you know, we, we, we serve and we do the things that God's doing. Uh, and sometimes that's recognized and sometimes that's not. On the other side, we want to celebrate. So we kind of got, let's not go over the top with something, but equally, let's make sure we celebrate and give thanks. A child without a parent just wandered past. You'd think the grandparents would help, wouldn't you? But you know. All right. So 
I know it's not only got more hair than me, it's jolly well more interesting than me, isn't he? He walks up and everybody looks. <laughs> so, you know, we're caught between those two things. Now, the important thing is that we embrace both things, that we, we are thankful and celebrate, but we don't get taken up with things. And sometimes, amongst us, God helps us by giving us a balance. Those who take their successes very seriously and their joys are held in a very, very sober way. And others who would tend more to keep a cabinet for keeping all the awards that we receive. Now, I'm not going to disclose names at this point in time, but Nathan's going to come and <laughs> share something with us. Someone's got to look after these things, haven't they? Yes. Um, right. So there is a premier award for youth work, which is the Children and Young People Now Awards. You may remember a few years ago, um, Lifeline won an award for our work. And this week, we won an award again. <laughs> and it's going to look good in that cabinet because the last one was solid metal and this one's solid glass. But we have to go particularly careful not to drop it. So this was for the Learning Award. And that's particularly good for a couple of reasons. Um, let me think. Uh, half the people have gone out with kids. I know that Robin's working today. Nick, is Nick here? Nick's gone out to children's work. Is Rachel here? No, okay. Sophie, what are we now? Dorman here? No, okay, right. That's right. What I want to do is just have some of the people that have been involved in us winning this award um, just to recognise them. And all those people that I mentioned, Rachel's one of the teachers at the Institute, Nick's one of our main mentors. Just arriving? Okay, cool. I won't embarrass her, though. Um, you can just all look at her and she'll wonder why. Um, oh, look, there she is. Hey! So the Learning Award encompasses all we do at the Lifeline Institute, which is why we're talking about Rachel, um, but also particularly picks up on all the mentors that we have. So if you're a mentor at Lifeline Institute, or I have mentored a young person over the last three years, can you please stand up? And then obviously if you're a teacher, Rachel, at the Institute, you can stand up also. Um, then there are a few people that don't mentor but do other things, volunteer during the daytime, um, run additional classes. Are any of them here? Is the rain here? She's probably out. See, everyone's out. Okay. And then if Nick was here, I'd ask Nick to stand because this award isn't just because of the Institute. It's due to our altern wider alternative provision. So we're mentoring in about 22 schools across East London. Um, that's about 210 young people that we're mentoring at the moment. Um, and then in addition, all those young people that have been involved in Switch ID, can you stand up? And in fact, old people, if anyone's been involved in Switch ID. Good, good. Um, if you were a student at the Institute, Charlie, you could be standing as well. So I just spotted you. Just, now have I captured anyone? If you're involved in Film Club, you can stand. All those involved in the Film Club. Um, if you go to football on a Saturday morning where some of the guys from the Institute go, you can stand. Jack's standing twice. Annabelle, are you standing for football or for film club? Okay. 
Really? Do you play football? <laughs> but you go, you go more often to film club. Yeah, yeah, good. Have I captured everything? So just have a look around. This is only some of the people that are involved in us winning that award. And what's significant about that award is it, it gives us a really good way to demonstrate our values beyond the church. So intensively within the Life Fund Institute, but also within the mentoring. The mentoring comes from us taking what we do in church and trying to find how we can apply that for those people that don't have the benefit of growing in church. So I'd like to say well done to all of you. It always thrills me to see the widespread of involvement uh, in these things because uh, we operate as a uh, as a company, a community, um, we're engaging things together and we seize to take every opportunity uh, to support one another in those things. And we're thrilled that God has given us the privilege of demonstrating uh, something of what he is like uh, in the real world around about us. Uh, just very, very, very thankful that he's not consigned us to have some meeting in a building and that to be the full extent of expressing what he's like. So we continue to fulfill the commandment that God has given to us, the direction that he's given to us uh, to express what he's like in the real world around about us. And along the way, he's trying to help us to kind of, you know, enjoy it a little bit, celebrate it a little bit, be a people that are kind of thankful about that. It's hard work for God, but we started off this morning uh, very clear on the fact that God is mighty. So our confidence is that he might win through in even the most serious. Might one day be able to say, hey, that's good. It may happen. I'm staying in faith for it. Yeah? All right. That's very good. Now... For those of you visiting uh, here for the first time, please do not feel that you have to kind of join in everything. We quite understand if you feel more comfortable just to sit and listen and watch because we're going to kind of participate in a couple of things here. So uh, don't feel any pressure that you've got to be involved uh, and uh, it will come clear what we are doing and... Uh, you'll be able to participate by listening if you don't feel to be involved. Right, Psalm 107. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Anybody agree with that? Yeah, yeah, okay. His love endures forever. Anybody? Well, let me put it the other way around. Has anybody turned around and found that God doesn't love them anymore? Hmm? They just, I, I can't stand you anymore. Yeah, you know, you've gone beyond my last nerve. I'm done with you, all right? I'm pretty safe in asking that because if that was the case, I know you wouldn't be here. So, All right. Let the redeemed of the Lord say this. Those he redeemed from the hand of the foe. Those he gathered from the lands. 
from east and west, from north and south. Some wandered in desert wastelands, finding no way to a city where they could settle. They were hungry and thirsty, and their lives ebbed away. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He led them by a straight way to a city where they could settle. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for men. For he satisfies the thirsty and fills the hungry with good things. We're going to, in a little while, come back to a, a time of praise. But uh, before we do that, I want us to participate in this. Because we're not talking here about physical deserts. We're talking about the deserts that exist in our own lives. I can readily identify about wandering in desert wasteland, finding no city where I could settle. Hungry and thirsty. Not hungry and thirsty in terms of uh, the natural food and water, but in terms of not being satisfied. Yeah? What I want us to do, I'm going to look at this again. I want you to take an opportunity to express, maybe to somebody sitting near you or whatever, what it was like for you. I'm going to read it again, so this is giving, getting you ready. How was it before you met God, and what is the difference that took place? Can you identify as being in a desert place and being lacking any sense of satisfaction and coming to God? Let me read it again. Let the, give thanks to the Lord for his good, his love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say this, those he redeemed from the hand of the foe, and everyone that is born again of the Spirit of God has been redeemed from the hand of the foe. What I want us to do, before we come into praise, I want us to take a little time to focus on that, so that we focus on what we're thanking God for, and what he's done amongst us, giving thanks to him. Let the redeemed of the Lord say this, those he redeemed from the hand of the foe, those he gathered from the lands from the east and west, from the north and the south. Some wandered in desert wastelands, finding no way to a city, a place of security, a place of safety, a place of provision. They were hungry and thirsty. Their lives ebbed away. So busy doing things but not satisfied, not getting anything out of what they were doing. It's many years ago, but not so long that I can't remember what it was to go from one thing to another to another, of entertainment, of looking for, for satisfaction and, and dreading the end of the night or the beginning of the day 
because you would end up without that sense of any place of satisfaction or fulfillment. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble. And he delivered them from their distress. You know, I remember uh, God in his mercy doing that for me. And it didn't feel very comfortable at the time. Because he had to separate me from the people that were my friends. People that I was close with. And he did that, you know, in a, when I look back, uh, a very real way. And having separated me, there came a point where he just became real. And I remember that he delivered me from my distress. Led them by a straight way to a city where they could settle. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love. Anybody willing to give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love? Yeah. 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 We can, we can fluctuate, but he never does. Uh, and his wonderful deeds for men, for he satisfies the thirsty and fills the hungry with good things. And you know what? Let's just take the next bit and then we can, we can cover both. Some sat in darkness and deepest gloom. Prisoners suffering in iron chains. This is not talking about natural physical prisons. This is talking about being imprisoned in our minds. Some of the most traumatic situations are where, where there's a dealing with, whether it be a a depression or a rejection or a loneliness you know all those things which which impinge upon us prisoners suffering in iron chains for they've rebelled against the words of God and despised the counsel of the most high so he subjected them to bitter labor they stumbled there was no one to help then they cried to the Lord and in their trouble he saved them from their distress Brought them out of darkness and the deepest gloom. He broke away their chains. I don't want to go into it now, but the iron, the, the, the bars of iron and brass and chains is a picture that the Bible often uses to talk about that which somehow grips the mind or affects the mind or causes that that level of, uh, of not being able to get free that is to do with things pertaining to the mind. Let them give thanks to God for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for men. For he breaks down the gates of bronze and cuts through bar bars of iron. I want us to take a little time to rehearse, to remember and not just to sit in silence and remember, but take a little time to speak to somebody. You know, and tell them how it was for you. Were there iron bars that he broke? Were there things that, chains that 
took hold of you? Were there gates of bronze that somehow... Or maybe that wasn't your experience. Maybe yours was this wandering in desert wasteland. No city. Hungry and thirsty. No satisfaction. But that truth of coming to the place calling out, let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love because they cried to the Lord in their trouble and he delivered them from their distress. So take a couple of minutes to tell your story. Tell it to somebody who looks looks kind of as though they, you could talk to them. Okay? Now, one minute. We're a little bit, a little bit limited on that at the moment so we're going to have to work on that a little bit um, what would help you to feel I could talk to that person yeah so let's practice because there are going to be people here looking for someone who they could talk to. Now, if you don't want anybody to talk to you, this is your thing to do. Right? Look around. Tell them how God reached for you. Tell them how you called out to the Lord in your distress and He reached you. All right? If you're visiting, you don't feel comfortable to engage in that, that's fine. We um, had a visit this week from a couple of people from churches in Birmingham, uh, contacts of uh, Leroy Paclia, wanted to see what we're doing, fellowship with us, pick up some things, and so on and so forth, which is something that obviously we always want to share and give wherever we can. As we're fellowshipping together, uh, the sister spoke about um, having a hip operation and you know, we talked about this uh, fall that I had and she said, yes, I just thank God for that. That was a time of rest. And I said, no, that was good for you. Uh, for me, I've never seen it as a time of rest. In fact, I don't feel it was a time of rest. So what am I thanking God for? I'm thanking God that he's working something out that may not be completely within my understanding, but he's chosen, but he ain't given up on me yet. There's more to go. There's more refining. There's more development. I might not always care for the process, but I'm jolly glad he ain't finished. I'm thanking God because whatever he's doing, the end product is that I'm going to love him more. I'm going to be closer to him. And uh, there are times and, and times of refreshing when you just know that is happening. I'll tell you what I think we should do. I think we should just be careful to take a little moment to give thanks. See, can you put that up again for me, please, Pax? So we just sung a line there, because you've done so much for me. 
That kind of speaks of thankfulness. Folks, let's take a moment. What are you going to thank him for? Good or bad? Done so much for me. Let's just pick on one thing. You don't have to limit to one thing. But something that you're actually now going to say. You know, Lord, I thank you that you've done this or that for me. Can you do that? Get that in your mind. Get it clear in your mind. Because we're going to take a moment just to do that. And we're just going to thank God all together. Very, very important that we, as I said earlier on, we learn to be a people who are given to thankfulness. It's a very big releasing thing. Now, the very least thing very base thing that if you can't come up with anything just try thanking God because you're here whether you like it or not is indifferent that, that's not that completely beside the point whether you know let's set that aside for a minute I thank you Lord that I'm here whatever means it doesn't matter because this is a time when, as we begin to thank God, and as we call out to God, those who feel that they can't enter in, can't engage in the very things that we're singing, I just want to praise you, lift my hands and say I love you. Remember we read earlier on from Psalm 107, where there's a kind of lock, where there's a restriction, where there's a an awareness that I'm not really where I want to be in this. There's something kind of, I'm like on the outside looking in. We're going to take a moment and just ask God to resolve that by the power of his spirit right now because we're here to meet with God. God is a supernatural God. God does what we cannot do. He does things beyond the natural. So just take a moment. You can do it. You can do it in the quietness of your own heart. But I suggest we, we just quietly, all together, just begin to thank God. And then we're going to minister and pray according to as God directs. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just name that one thing. You're not restricted to one. But something to thank him for. Lord, I thank you. Hallelujah. When you've done that, be free to express what you feel. Lord, I thank you. You know, you were so good. Oh, Lord, I thank you your goodness. Lord, I thank you. Because you begin to open the sluice gate, the floodgate. Once you begin to thank God, thank you, Lord, for my work. Thank you for my family. Thank you, Lord, for the reality of your presence. Thank you, Lord, that you rescued me. Thank you, Lord, that you drew me to yourself. Thank you, Lord, that you overcame my 
Bolshe resistance to bring me into the place of knowing you. If you'd like prayer right now, if you're one of those people who you think you're kind of a restricted or locked, just stand up where you are and we're going to pray. If you want prayer, you feel there's a, a restriction, you're not able to get to that place, you feel that there's a limitation on what you talked about being locked up or something that restricts or binds, just stand up right where you are and we're going to we're going to pray. Quickly. Right now. Okay, that's, that's fine. That's it. Lord, we just invite you now to confirm your word with signs following. And Lord, that you would now minister in the power of your Holy Spirit according to your promise, the release. Grant their Lord, a spirit of thankfulness. Grant, Lord, a realization that you're right there. Bring my brothers and sisters into that place of not the long haul back, but the immediate change. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I come to you let my heart be changed, renewed, flowing from the grace that I found in you. Lord, I've come to know the weaknesses I see in me will be stripped away by the power of your love. Lord, we just invite now the release of the power of your love as we just declare this in this song in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Directional instructions, or you've, if you've downloaded a line on a map, but you never did, you came yourself, and you still come. That personal, divine guide, the power of your love, that writes our name in a beautiful way that has us held as the very apple of your eye, that sets your love upon us. Thank you, Lord, that we are those who are loved by an almighty God. Hallelujah. Thank you for the power of your love that rescues and establishes and directs us all by the power of your love. Hallelujah. Praise God.